Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. Jerry, it's time to talk week four. Panthers at Cowboys. The biggest game of the year so far for the Panthers, by far. Yeah, by far. Uh, The most talented team, top to bottom, that the Panthers have faced, by far. Yeah. A our, mobile quarterback is something I mean, that the Panthers have not faced. Yeah. The, our uh, preseason love affair, Micah Parsons. Yeah. Yeah. Showing out for the Cowboys so far Dude, this year. I, I really like their second round pick, too. We both wanted Trayvon Diggs in the second round as well. You know, obviously not year, after. Right? Yeah. He yeah. Was last year's before, yeah. Yeah. Before, Trayvon Diggs, uh, a big, big guy we talked about. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, they've got yeah a bunch of people that that Jerry and I really wanted on our team, and they've been playing really <laughs> well so far. Um, we'll get into all that, but uh, just really excited to watch this game. I mean, just kind of initial thoughts off the top. This is a big game for the Panthers. Big big game for. The hype around the Panthers is starting to grow a little bit. They're starting mm-hmm. to get a little national media. That being said, all the pundits are like, oh, the Cowboys are going to win. There's mm-hmm. been a few that have said that they were going to spank the Panthers. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you guys were in love with New Orleans after week one, and we demolished them. Yep. I mean, I, I don't think that's going to be like that, but, no, you no, know. I, I don't think so. Um, and we'll, we'll kind of give our predictions a little later on in the show. But uh, And I just I do want to say, like, if the Panthers happen to lose this game, it's not doom and gloom. It doesn't mean the season's no. over. Doesn't really mean much at all, honestly, other than we're not completely healthy right now, and we'll maybe see them later on, you know, in the, Down the, in the postseason. You know, yeah, the Cowboys are a very talented roster, and mm-hmm. it pains me on the inside to say that. So pains me on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bad sunburn. Yeah, uh, and we're still getting right, our pieces are. together. Sam mm-hmm. Darnold's only three games into his, mm-hmm. you know, career here in Carolina with Joe Brady. Christian McCaffrey's not going to be playing, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of pieces are, you know, still coming together. Right, yeah. And, and we'll get into all that here in a bit. But uh, just right off the top, Jerry, did you see the big news today? Big NFL news. Sure, if you want to call it that big, but yes. Oh, massive, massive NFL news today. We got the halftime show for the Super Bowl, a game the Panthers, I guarantee, could be playing in. Could be playing in. Um, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Diggity Dog, Mary J. Blige, and others, potentially, I'm... I think I'm missing someone, but it could be others as well. Um, I'm pretty excited about that, to be honest. Like, I'm honestly, I'll, I'm. This is probably going to be one of the few that I've watched. You know, yeah. actually wanted to watch the rest. I just kind of like it's on. You know, a lot of people who aren't watching football are here are really excited for this, so we'll leave it on instead of the puppy bowl, which I'd probably prefer lingerie bowl. But I'm kind. Yeah, I don't even know if they do that anymore. But uh, they do it. Yep. Okay. 
Okay, I'll I'll take your word on that. Sir. I've heard, I've heard they. Do. Maybe they do. Maybe not. But uh, yeah, I mean, normally it's like just an extended bathroom break. Go get you some chips, get some beer, you know, just refresh your your uh, snacks, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's on whatever. It's never anybody I particularly care about. No, uh, I don't even remember the last time it was good. But this should be fun. I don't either. Yeah, I'll be you all right. You never know what, I, some I, of these, what these guys are going to do. Uh, they're all in their 40s and 50s. I think they're all going to tow the but they're still, corporate they're still, line. You know, I'm still, I'm excited to see it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> all right. Um, so really only one major transaction to talk about before this game. And Jerry and I did a big uh, emergency podcast slash video on the CJ Henderson trade, which occurred uh, earlier this week. Uh, obviously, the yep. Panthers acquiring cornerback C.J. Henderson from Jacksonville. Not sure how much we're going to see from him in this first game. I mean, he just got here yesterday. Just started yeah. practicing. And uh, I think he's listed on the depth chart as a third stringer right now. Um, you said something yeah. about Matt Rule earlier. Yeah, Matt Rule... Uh, said he was going to start in limited action. So I didn't know if that meant he was going to start or just, you know, like you suggested, off the air, you know, just play, start his season with the Panthers mm-hmm. in limited action. I was after kind of after the trade, after we recorded, I looked at the measurables between him and J.C. Horn. Mm-hmm. They're very, very similar. So Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, the speed is almost exactly the same. The, the size is almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. All the measurables, really. I mean, just like you said, they're they're going to be a great pair together out yeah. there once JC's healthy. But I mean, honestly, I, I don't want him starting this first game. Uh, yeah. I would prefer we had you know AJ Bouye start the guy that's been here all off season, knows the scheme. You know, it's going to be his first game as well, but at least he knows the scheme. He's practiced with the guys. He's played in the preseason games with the guys. Like he's. Yeah, aware. you're right on that, but he only practiced really in the slot. That's where they tried him out. That's where they were planning on putting him was in the slot position. Yeah. So I could see C.J. Henderson, if they play a little man-to-man, putting him out there and being like this, hey, you're all man-to-man, go. I mean, no, I, yeah. I hate saying it, but that's just you and him. Yeah. You may no, have I definitely want to see him. him. Yeah, I want to see him play. And honestly, you're right. Like, if they play man, probably not that big of a deal in terms of no. – him not practicing as much with the rest of the defense, but those zone read, you know, zone plays, something like that, that you got to have that communication and know where the other guys are going to be. When to hand off a receiver yeah. to, yeah, yeah, to a safety or a linebacker. But I'll but be interested to see how much. Yeah. So. And I think this game, we're going to probably play a lot of man anyway. So. Well, we're going to have to because there's some, there's some pretty hefty receivers. Um, on the Cowboys, but uh, let's let's talk injuries real quick. We always start off with the injury reports for the game, and this is as of Thursday. Uh, we'll start with the Panthers. Uh, obviously, Christian McCaffrey not going to play; hasn't practiced all week. Probably uh, a little bit of news about him: he was not placed on the injury uh, injured. What is it? Reserve. IR injured reserve. Um, they specifically said they were not going to put him on IR. Although it seems like he still could miss three weeks, I guess there's an off chance he could come back before that, so they just want to keep him around just in yeah. case. 
which is fine. Um, Gross Matos, limited practice, does seem to be some question about whether he's going to play. John Miller, limited practice as well. Imagine he will play. Terrace Marshall and C.J. Henderson, both on the report, both full practice. Uh, Phil Hoskins did not practice. Cam Irving, Shaq Thompson, both on the report, both full practice. So outside Um, of McCaffrey and Horn, really, I think we're going to be pretty full strength. And you forgot to mention Justin Burris is also placed on IR. Justin Burris so. on IR. Yep. Justin Burris on IR. Uh, I wish they would put those on the injury reports because I always forget them. Uh, <laughs> and like COVID guys, suspended guys, and injury in, injured uh, reserve guys, they should just be on the report. Yeah. Or well, it, could, it should don't. be like, uh, you know, they don't call it an injury report. Call it like a in danger of not playing report or something. I don't know. Something. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, looking at the Cowboys, um, also not on the report, but Lael Collins is suspended uh, again for this game. I think he's suspended for a few games, so he will not play. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong, defensive end, did not practice. All these guys did not practice Thursday. Everybody I'm, I'm uh, listing here. Uh, Ty Niski, Carlos Watkins. Excuse me, sorry, had a pop-up. Uh, Donovan Wilson, Randy Gregory, and <laughs> Tony Pollard, not injury related, did not practice. So, yeah. I'm assuming Pollard's gonna play, just not yeah, injury he'll, related. He'll he'll He's he'll just yeah. gonna assume that's like a personal day or something. Um, yeah. uh, and then starting middle linebacker Keanu Neal tested positive for COVID, most likely will be out for the game. I don't think we know that for sure yet, but this late in the week. Yeah, because right. I believe it was reported on September 25th, and since he's officially been tested positive, it's a 10-day. Even though he's vaccinated, he has to mm-hmm. wait 10 days. So I think it's guaranteed he's going to miss it, but the last thing I saw is most likely going to miss. So I didn't want to say he is out. Yeah, the 25th, that would put like the 4th or 5th, I guess, uh, probably yeah. the 5th Tuesday. So he should miss uh, if that if that is when he tested positive. So. Um, but you know injuries, Jerry, always a yeah. bummer, always a bummer. Oh. And, uh, you know, not just for professional athletes, but for people like you and me, you know, sometimes we get injured during this podcast. We get so excited, you know, fist bumping or air high-fiving that we, <laughs> we tweak a muscle. Yeah, we're getting old. Yeah, I, I really am. <laughs> but you're never too old to enjoy yourself, Jerry. Nope. If you want to recover and you want to enjoy yourself, check out CBDX.com. Not your average CBD company. We've all tried CBD, right? And some of it yeah. works, some of it doesn't. Uh, but none of it's like the real deal. I'm doing air quotes for all you audio listeners. The real deal. CBDX is the real deal. And it ships right to your front door. Uh, right now... All of you guys listening can get 20% off your orders at cbdx.com with promo code MEOW. They make delicious gummies. Amazing flour? I think I'm supposed to say flavor. Amazing flavor. Or is it flour? (laughs) (laughs) CBDX. Amazing flavor. Uh, Tremendous cartridges. I think it is flour, actually. Amazing flour. Uh, All of the products look, smell, taste, and feel the same. And they actually work. CBDX.com is the future. Go to CBDX.com, enter promo code MEOW for 20% off all orders. And you're going to get a free gift 
from the team at CBDX. Uh, don't use CBDX before driving, operating heavy machinery, or getting tested. There is THC in this, guys. So it's a, it's a small amount, but you could test positive. Yeah, let's just, uh, yeah, let's just a keep... disclaimer. Just a disclaimer. Right. <laughs> let's keep um, those uh, tests positive, you know? Yeah, like, or negative. Or clean. Depending on what you need. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 20% off and a free gift when our, our listeners use promo code meow at cbdx.com. All right, Jerry. Um, the game, a, right? Yeah. Oh, you want to take a break? No, let's take a look okay. at those matchups. Okay. That's take what I was getting forward to. Well, I was going to say, Jerry, that the uh, before we get to the matchups, the Cowboys on mybookie.ag are favored against the 3-0 Panthers. By yeah. four points. And it's that three-point home advantage. They're only favored by one if they're on neutral site. Let's just call it like that. Yeah. I've seen four and a half a lot of places. For four or four and a half seems to be the, the normal. The over-under is at 51 and a half, which seems really high. Yeah. Yeah. I actually took the under already. Okay. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Uh, hey, you know what? Um, I was looking at back at the 2015 Thanksgiving game. Mm-hmm. And... For some reason, it just popped into my head, and and I wanted to see because the Panthers were ten and zero going into that game against the Cowboys team that was three and seven. The Cowboys yeah. were favored by one point because Tony game. Romo came by. Tony Romo no, came I, back. I know, game. but that's a ten and zero team that was looking really good. I know it's the it's, Cowboys, and I know being you know favored doesn't necessarily mean Vegas thinks you're better. It's just that's where the bets are coming in. Like, I understand that. Yeah. But still, the disrespect that that 2015 had to endure. I mean, even now, they're, they're still called the worst 15 and one team of all time. Wh- whatever that means. <laughs> you know, we're going to win a Super Bowl one day, guys. We really One are. day. <laughs> all right, let's get to the matchups. All right. One of my, the key matchup I have is Panthers O line versus Cowboys pass rush. Uh, Cowboys are only averaging 1.3 sacks per game. I know it's only mm-hmm. been three games. So they haven't been lighting up the sack column, but they are getting there, and they're causing some errant passes that, you know, Trayvon Diggs is picking off. So, mm-hmm. you know, the O-line here has struggled all three games. It's the weak spot of this team, and it needs to shore up and give Sam Darnold time. Sam Darnold needs time back there. Otherwise... This is going to be a very dangerous, you know, defense he goes against. Yeah, I would say uh, overall the the Cowboys' defensive line is probably one of the weaker spots on their team. Now, they have moved Micah Parsons to an edge rusher. Like, he's he's a Mm -hmm. linebacker coming out and started the season there, but due to injuries and everything, they moved him down. And he has been great. As a pass yeah, rusher, Mike, as an edge rusher. Micah Parsons is just going to be great. Yeah, period. He's a, he's a really good player. Um, kind of reminds me of like Brian Burns in terms of his skills at that position, right? And then his versatility as well. Um, so, But outside of him, nobody scares me on that defensive no. line, really. So Not I really. think, you know, the O-line is going to face... Going down the the season here, they're going to face some pretty stout D lines. I don't think this is one of them. I don't think we're going to have to worry too much about this. I say, you know, in terms of matchups, this is at least even, if not the Panthers a little, 
Well, I don't. I wouldn't say that. The Panthers' offensive line has been ranking in the dead last of all the yeah. measurables about, you know, pass blocking win percentage. They're losing a lot. That's True, why I have but, it up but, top. But it's not. It's not having a big effect yet. It's not having a big effect yet because they haven't really played that many. Like I'm afraid Parsons going to wreck Sam Darnold, and that's what's going to happen. This O line yeah, has possible. struggled. Yeah, it's quite possible. I mean, I just don't Randy, think this isn't the, the most fearsome defensive line they're going to play all season. I guess that's what Oh, I'm no. Saying. You know, no, in terms right. of, is this the reason we're going to lose this game? I don't think so. That's what I'm going to okay. say. Yeah. I, it is a big deal because obviously if the offensive line fails, then that's it. Like, game over probably. If, yeah. if you're letting Parsons and, you know. Uh, Randy Gregory, if yeah, he plays. All these guys, you know, get to. Darnold, then they're not going to be much to talk about, unfortunately. Uh, positive on Sunday, but I think that the I think the offensive line is going to hold up pretty well. Um, on the other side, Panthers' pass rush has been amazing this year, leading the league in sacks, pressures, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Going up against easily the best offensive line that they've played so far in the Cowboys' offensive line. Now the Saints have a really good offensive line, I think, but. I will say Cowboys have an excellent offensive line, and they have been playing really well this season. So it'll be very interesting if they can get to Dak Prescott. And if Dak Prescott, he's a very mobile quarterback. He's not a running quarterback, but Mm -hmm. some of our pass rush sometimes whiff on a guy and has given up some yardage to the quarterbacks. I'm kind of worried that that might happen here with Dak Prescott being more mobile than Zach Wilson and Jameis Winston. Just a little, yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> like you said, he's not—he's not really a running quarterback. And then even, you know, he had that bad injury last year. He's running even a little less than he was before. But I don't know, man. This offensive line, I think, is better than the Saints by a decent margin. Like they've got really good, they got studs all over the line. Just looking at the PFF rankings real quick, which I know isn't the end all be all, but Tyron Smith, second. Terrence Steele, the guy that's filling in for Lael Collins, 11th. Uh, Zach Martin, second. Connor Williams, ninth. Connor McGovern, who is one of their backups, seventh. And then their center is 27th. So maybe that middle of the line is maybe where you can get some penetration, but they gave that's up four sacks last week. They gave they up did. four sacks. Yeah. I mean, against against an Eagles team that's uh, got a pretty good defense. No, no you know, even I, though they gave up forty-one points. <laughs> Although some of that was defensive, but yeah, I I agree. But I think they're vulnerable, and I think that this defensive line in this pass rush can get there. Mm-hmm. So I, I do too. This is I think this is going to be the. I mean, I, you know, I don't think it's going out on a limb to say this is the best pass rush that they've faced so far this season. Oh. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, even though, even though the Eagles have a decent pass rush. Well, they faced they, the Bucks the, too. Yeah, they faced the, bu- the Bucks in week week one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they almost won that game. By the way, the Cowboys have been pretty frisky. I mean, they're two and one, and they almost beat the Super Bowl champs. So, um, all right. What do you uh, do? You feel that's a Panthers? I mean, that's a Panthers advantage, right? The D line versus Cowboys O line, or is it pretty close? I th- I think it. I think it's really close. I would give us the slight edge, but that's close. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I feel similarly 
on the other side as well. I think the Panthers slight edge, or maybe Cowboys slight edge, but it's close. Yeah, and Brian Burns said he ha- he loves the playbook that they have to get to Dak Prescott. He said that in a presser earlier today. So I, I'm very interested to see if they throw some wrinkles in at him. Yeah. Next one. The Pan- Panthers secondary versus the Cowboys receivers. I mean, look, Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. Wow. I mean, they're a top top tandem there and our secondary is injured now with jc horn out and we'll probably start aj boyer and dante jackson and then we'll have you know that slot with corner or cornelder and everybody but that's going to be a tough task for dante and aj or cj henderson whoever plays out there yeah and i mean you've got um dalton schultz and Blake Jarwin at tight end, who both yeah. are really good pass-catching tight ends. Um, now, we do have the linebackers to match up with those tight ends, so I'm not too worried about that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, A.J. Bouye is going to have to really step up and play, you know, at least 80% yeah. of what J.C. Horn was giving us, you know, if not more. Uh, and then the pass rush is going to have to get to the quarterback. I, yeah. I think that's going to be the key. That you're absolutely right. That yeah. he's going to have to. I think what you do is you put Dante Jackson on CD Lamb because I don't think AJ Boye can keep up with CD Lamb just in general. And Dante Jackson is probably one of the fastest corners in the mm-hmm. league, so he should be able to at least somewhat hang. But you're absolutely right. You have to get in Dak Prescott's face all the time and in a hurry to not let these receivers get open and get down the field. Yeah, and each of these receivers is capable of putting up that incredible numbers yeah. and just and really taking over a game. I mean, Amari Cooper, we've seen in the past, you know, he can either be extremely quiet, you know, two catches, or he can go for ten plus catches, you know, two hundred yards. I mean, he's that kind of receiver. He is. He's got all the physical tools. It's usually just, is he on that game or not? I think Dallas did a really great job by getting him CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup there because Mm -hmm. on those quiet days, they could focus in on somebody else. But then uh, they could go back to him and he can have a 200-yard game. And Gallup's out, right? Yeah, Michael Gallup's out. So At least we don't have to worry about him because, yeah, he is another one that's really good. But then you also, I mean, we're going to talk about the running game here in a minute, but you've got Pollard and Zeke. Both good receiving backs out of the backfield. Both mm-hmm. with, you know, uh, eight or nine catches so far this year. So that's also something that the Panthers' past defense is going to have to keep an eye on. Um, yeah, and Tony Pollard's been looking a lot better than Ezekiel Elliott. I, the numbers are similar, but Pollard seems to be the big threat, right? He's, he's the guy that's going to break away and, and make the big... The big well, plays. Yeah. He's he's a little speedier, a little more yeah. juky. I mean, they've had you know, 44 carries at 27, but Tony Pollard's averaging 6.8 yards per carry, mm-hmm. while Ezekiel Elliott's 4.5, which is good, but yeah. it does seem like Tony Pollard's getting the bigger plays more often. Yeah. So, and, and that takes us right into our last matchup here, is the Panthers' run defense versus those two backs. That truly is... 
you know, it's not like Zeke eighty percent of the time, then Pollard comes in every once in a mm-hmm. while. Like this is a time this is a real timeshare. These guys, it's like sixty forty. I mean, Pollard is playing yeah. a lot. And, and he's, he's playing making really best... well. Yeah. Yeah. He absolutely is. That being said, the Panthers have the number one run defense in the league. Yep. They gave, they held Alvin Kamara to four yards. Five, five yards five. on eight carries, I think. <laughs> so they're giving up, I think it's 2.6 yards per rush. Mm-hmm. I think that is... yards a game. So this Panthers defense, run defense, is for real. Mm-hmm. I Some Cowboys fan or person said that he thinks that both Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott will have over 100 yards. I was like, have you not been paying attention mm-hmm. at all? Now, that being said... I do think that they'll get some yardage, but I don't think it'll be a lot. I think this run defense will be able to keep them in check. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able to keep them to 45 yards. It really is just going to depend on how the game goes. I mean, if, you know, if I I don't see the Cowboys getting out to a big lead where they're Mm going to be able to just pound the ball in the second half, I don't, I don't see that happening. The Panthers defense is too good for that. Um, So yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any way that both Zeke and Pollard get over 100 yards. I think that's foolish to even suggest that. It's yeah. extremely disrespectful to the Panthers, number one. But it's also, it, it, you know, tell me you've never seen a Panthers game without telling me you've never seen a Panthers game. Honestly, I mean, like, <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, but the, this is the best tandem of running backs the Panthers have faced so far, and it's not close. This is a, probably the best receiving core not even probably this is the best receiving the core the panthers have faced so far yep best quarterback the panthers have faced so far yeah um this the is only thing i would say is i game. think alvin kamara is the best running back they single run yeah i think alvin kamara is probably the best single player that the panthers have faced so far but zeke is not far behind and pollard is playing extremely well so far you know yeah. and this is uh it's this is gonna be a test a real real test mm-hmm. and you know, like we said kind of at the beginning of the podcast, not only is this a good measuring stick, you know, like nationally for the Panthers, mm-hmm. but I think even for us, even for Panthers fans, you know, we haven't seen the Panthers go up against a team like this yet, and it's going to be good to see how they respond. Yeah, I agree. Um, there is one thing I didn't put up. Their pass defense, they're giving up 400 yards a game. I know a lot of mm-hmm. that's because that other teams are following. Yes, they ha- lead the league in interceptions, but they're giving up a lot of yards. So if they can hold down the turnovers, I think DJ, Robbie, and Terrace Marshall can eat. Or who knows, Brand Zilstra may pop up again randomly and yeah. have five catch-ups. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've gone against Brady, Justin Herbert in the first two weeks. Two, mm-hmm. you know, you know, are probably definitely top ten quarterbacks, and then Jalen Hurts got some garbage time yardage yeah. in the, at the in week three. Did you watch that Monday night game? Were you no, able to I watch any of it? So yeah, that, that our next two opponents um, made me feel a lot better about facing Philadelphia next week. Yeah, um, but definitely put a little fear in my heart to play the Cowboys this week. They they are yeah. a really solid team. And I hate yeah. to say it cuz I don't like the Cowboys. I've never no, liked the Cowboys. 
I know. Nobody I likes know. the Cowboys except for Cowboys fans. And then yeah. if they're a Cowboys fan, you'll know it because they talk about it nonstop. So yeah, I mean they, you know, most of them. Uh, yeah, we don't need to get into it, but yeah, you're right. Um, all right. Any any other matchups that you're interested in seeing? I mean, we obviously always think that the Panthers. Um, let's let's talk real quick about this. Um, obviously, CMC's out, so we got mm-hmm. Chuba. He's gonna play. Uh, he's gonna start. Royce Freeman's gonna play some. How do you think the Panthers' run game is gonna do? Oh, man. I think I've... that's another one of the big keys is establishing a run game. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still up in the air. They have a solid run defense. They're only giving up like 70 yards per game. Mm-hmm. I would suggest... I think they're going to be a little bit better than that. I hope. I think Chuba Hubbard has really struggled in spot duty, but once he came in there against Houston and got more touches. He kind of got more of a feel. I think I'm hoping that he is more of a guy who needs the repetition like to get going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm Matt hoping Rule he could of... get, Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm hoping that they could get 80 to hundred yards on the ground. I so, think that would at be, least. Yeah. I think that would be great if they could mm-hmm. do that. That's more than what CMC has been averaging. Um, Matt Rule sort of uh, echoed what you were saying is that it seems like when Chuba is kind of in and out of the game, he's just not able to establish his footing really. He's not, he's just not very effective. But in that second half last week when he did play a lot more, got 11 carries, that you could see as he got more comfortable, the big plays started coming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're also going to see more of. Trimble, Tommy Trimble. I think we could see two or three carries from Tommy Trimble in this game. Um, Robbie Anderson. Last last mm-hmm. thing I want to talk about in terms of matchups. Uh, Robbie Anderson, Matt Rules asked about Robbie Anderson, about getting him involved more in the game. Um, and they said they have to. They have to get him more involved. He's yeah. too good of a player not to get, be involved. Seems like Darnold uh, is just not looking his way a lot, and that's something that they're going to have to address. But with CMC out, that's going to open up the door for some more players to step yeah. up, and I think Robbie's going to be a beneficiary. I hope so. I And I think that is a very good possibility. Chuba does not have the best hands, it seems like. I've seen mm-hmm. him drop a couple passes. So let's, let's hope he kind of chews up those yards underneath that he was doing last year for us so well. I hope so. I wouldn't mind seeing Robbie, you know, be put in the slot. You know, have Marshall, uh, Terrace Marshall, and uh, DJ, DJ on the outsides. I don't know. I think DJ is more of a a mismatch underneath in the slot than Robbie. I just want to get Robbie going. Like I just that's that's you know I, I, I get DJ that. has been killing it on the outside all season long. Like you know, that's where he's great, and he needs to occupy one of those corners. Yeah. You know, digs on obviously. Um, you think DJ is going to have a big game here? I think he'll Does have DJ a decent have to game. have a big game in order for the Panthers to win. No, no, I don't think so. I think Darnold's been very good about spreading the ball around, and I think that will continue even with C- CMC's gone. 
Yes, DJ gets about eight, nine targets, but he's the number one receiver. That's typically how it goes. But yeah. if you look the rest, usually it's about six or seven other guys get two catches or three catches. I mean, it's it's spread out pretty well. I do agree with you, though. I think that Robbie Anderson will be more of a focal point this week with CMC out and kind of more of a game plan with him out. So I hope we'll so. See. I mean, he was great last year, and, and I think we need to get him more involved. All right. Uh Beer bet of the week, Jerry. Beer bet of the week. Brought to you so, by mybookie.ag. I would only recommend service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on many fantasy points a player will score each game. Call to action. Up to a $1,000 first dollar deposit bonus. Double your first deposit. Use promo code MEOW to activate the offer. MEOW. meow. <laughs> Visit MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie, M-I-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use promo code MEOW when creating your account. Claim the bonus. Bet, win, get paid. All right. Who will have less... Are we saying rushing yards or overall yards? Um, Rushing yards. Okay. Who will have less rushing yards in this game for the Cowboys? Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. You're taking Ezekiel Elliott. I, I'm taking Ezekiel Elliott. He seems to like to go up the middle, and that's kind of their... When I've seen them play, that's typically where they're putting him. And I think Derek Brown and Daquan Jones will kind of stuff that middle like they've been doing all season. And I think, yeah. Okay. That's a good choice. I'm going to go with Pollard, obviously, because he's the only other option here. Um, He, I think, has a more similar skill set to an Alvin Kamara, which we saw the Panthers yeah. completely shut down. We know we have the players to do that. I don't think we've faced a guy like Zeke yet this year who's just that powerful. Um, I don't think Zeke is going to like run all over us or anything, but I think they're going to shut down one of the guys, and I'm going to choose Pollard. Um, okay. You know, I also have to start Zeke in my fantasy league, so, you know. Hoping for yeah. like a garbage time touchdown or something. Although if the, if he gets zero points and the Panthers win, I'm perfectly happy with that outcome. <laughs> so <laughs> this is uh, I have a lot of Cowboys on my team. Unfortunately, that's just the way the draft fell. So I will I'll be rooting for the Panthers number one. All right, predictions in this game, Jerry. Bold predictions <sighs> first. I'll let you go first because I've been toying around in my head a few of them. So okay. Uh, well, we sort of mentioned him earlier, Robbie Anderson. I think he gets going in this game. Um, I think he gets going in a big way this game. I, I'm seeing 120 receiving yards and a touchdown for him in this game, which compared to the, what, like, I don't know, 80-something yards that he has so far would be a pretty big jump. So that's going to be my <laughs> bold prediction for this game. He, he breaks out in a big way, and he's a big reason for why the Panthers might win this game. Yeah. I am going to go something similar. Not really. I'm actually going defense. Something not similar at all. (laughs) The Panthers hold both running backs below 40 total yards rushing the ball. Wow. 
Now, is, as a team, horrible. I have a feeling that they will get more than, you know, 50-60. I think Dak Prescott's <clears throat> going to probably get like, the most rushing yards this week. So th- is that your bold prediction? Is it that Dak Prescott leads them in rushing? Yeah, let's go with That's that. Bold. That's bold. I like that. I like that. Okay, we'll mark that down. Um, all right, finally, let's go game predictions, final score predictions. I'm going to make you go first this time. I've been going this way. I, I initially picked Cowboys during our preseason game prediction. Mm-hmm. But after seeing this defense, you know it's got to change. Panthers win 24-21. Close one. Nice. I like it. I like it. it's a close one. Yeah, we both picked the Cowboys in our preseason predictions. And you know what? We both picked the Panthers all season long so far. They're 3-0. and I'm not going to be the one to buck that trend. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm picking the Panthers to win as well. I uh, also think it's going to be a yeah, fairly low-scoring game. Uh, I'm going to go 2017 Panthers. Yeah. So uh, I think we it's going to be close, I think. I, I saw one prediction. It was like 38-18 or something, Cowboys. I think that's insane. Yeah, they I don't haven't see been paying attention to this touchdown. defense. Yeah, I, I don't see this be more than a touchdown either way. I mean, Vegas has it at four, which is, you know, right in that zone where Vegas is like, could go either way, you know? Yeah. So I just don't see this being a blowout in either on either side. And the Panthers have been, you know, they've been winning handily this year. Yeah. A little they close been... that first game against the Jets, but since then they've won by a couple of touchdowns each game at least. Yeah, so I, I agree. I don't know how people are. I know in the YouTube comments we're gonna have a bunch of Cowboys fans saying oh, you yeah, guys are delusional. Home yeah, just like the just like the Saints fan. You guys are <clears throat> delusional picking the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look how that turned how'd out. How that, that end up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think uh, it's gonna be a close game. It'll be yeah. a good test for the Panthers. Agreed. Uh, and again, if the Panthers happen to lose this game, it doesn't really change too much about how I feel about the team. If they win this game, it changes a little bit how I feel about the team. Yeah, you know, it, I, it makes me feel a, a lot stronger. I do too because the Dallas has hung with everybody, the Bucks. Yeah. Even though the if the Bucks would have lost that game, they would have been one and two. Just think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and maybe this is a good spot to just to to lay out kind of how we feel right now about the Panthers. Like what do you think, as of right now, what's the final record for the Panthers? Oh, like, I have to look back over, but I think 10-11 wins is not out of the realm of possibility right now. Yeah, I mean, and I remember distinctly in our prediction show that you already had them at 10 wins. So you're yeah. probably not feeling, you're feeling really good, number one, but you're probably not feeling too much different than that. No, um, I think I, I had them at 7 no, I think I had yes. him at eight. I think I had him at eight and eight, eight and nine, was what I. But I think, yeah, I agree. I think they're more like a ten-win team now. Um, I do too. But if they that win this def- game, especially if they win it handily, then maybe I'm thinking they're like an eleven or twelve-win team. I agree. If they win this game handily, that's probably yeah. where I'm. I'm ticking them up because I always thought this defense was going to be outstanding, and I think yeah. you had some reservations, and that's kind of why I was going with ten, eleven wins, and. We knew the beginning part of this season was going to be the easiest part of the mm-hmm. schedule. So, And the good thing about that is the team is going to get better. The team is getting yeah. better. The defense is gelling 
hopefully they can make up for J.C. Horn's injury, which is, oh, so devastating. I mean, if the Panthers win this game, we've got the Eagles, the Vikings, mm-hmm. the Giants, the Falcons the next four, four weeks. All winnable games. Winnable games, yeah. You know, it's not out of the realm of possibility the Panthers in that stretch with six or seven wins. Yep. And then you're looking at pretty wild. Looking at sitting on top of the NFC South like they are now. Yeah. But, you know, continuing on. And it'll be very interesting how they play it and how, you know, how it shakes out because I do think this team is a playoff team, wild card or division. Agreed. And we'll talk more about that. We'll talk more about that next week. Um, you know, it's like the first quarter of the season, so we'll do our first kind of quarter breakdown, even though there's 17 Quarter-ish. games now. We'll, yeah. We'll, 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 we're just going to have to, to make that happen. But um, Just keep yeah, putting we'll an do, ish on quarter. Yeah, ish. Um, so we'll do that next week. But uh, let's take a real quick look at the rest of the NFC South games here. Um, nothing too – well, one, there's one very exciting game. Uh, but Washington at Atlanta – Eh, you know, that, yeah. I, that could go either way. Uh, the yeah. Giants at New Orleans. New Orleans probably wins that one. And then you've got the biggest game maybe of the season. Tampa Bay Bucks at New England Patriots. Tom Brady finally going home. Everyone's going to be watching this game. Why? It's not going to be a good game. The Bucks are going to spank the Patriots. You don't, you don't think Belichick is going to have something? No. He's going to no. probably that spend team is... all year all off season game planning for this thing he's not gonna want tom brady to come in there and beat him you're right but it's gonna happen just new england's a okay team mediocre team Mm -hmm. and tampa bay even though they lost against la they're gonna be coming out swinging hard for brady they're gonna be coming out swinging hard for after that loss they are gonna destroy the Patriots. Both both teams are going to want to win desperately. Actually, um, what is the spread on that? Because I, I just looked it up. Tampa, Tampa is favored <laughs> by seven. Uh, I and that's in I, New England. I, I know, and I may want to take that because I I do think the Bucks are going to destroy. Let's them. do a, a let's do a special beer. Let's do a CBD bet on this one. Um, okay. CBDX bet. You, I assume you're going to take the points. Or you're going to yeah. take Tampa by more than seven. I'll take yeah. New England with the points. So I okay. think, you know, they keep it within seven or win. Okay. Deal. All right. Because I also like rooting against the Bucks, So this is a win-win for me. I mean, um, I, I get you there, but <laughs> yeah. I just don't see it. All right. That's going to do it. All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at MeowMixPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMixPodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read your comment on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, We'll be back on Sunday afternoon to talk uh, Panthers-Cowboys recap. Until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.